0: Senator Bernie Sanders' 79th birthday, but unfortunately when he blew out his candles, all his party guests were still there. It's seven thirty of the PM. Don't you people have homes? <laughs> Bernard Sanders. <laughs> He's old. Um a couple of things I forgot to mention. So we we're talking about the Oscars and they've got these new rules. If you want to win best picture, you know, the, the the one of the leads has to be from a minority group, um, on all this different sort of stuff. Uh we should link the L. A. Can you link an L. A. Times story? Or are they paywalled? Uh, mm, you, I
1: think you get a few free. You get a couple freebies. Yeah.
0: Anyway, it's a, it's pretty interesting. It's an interesting experiment in art. <laughs> wow. But we didn't mention this. Um, Disney announced that they're taking a real strong look at not filming in Georgia anymore. Georgia's become one of your movie hubs. A lot of the reasons it's not in California anymore is just it's so dang expensive and all the various regulations that have made. So you know what they did? The free market did. People started making movies other places like Canada and Georgia and whatnot.
1: But anyway. Pretty much all of the Avengers movies were shot in Georgia. Yeah. Well, I think a great example is what we were talking about a little bit earlier. Folks who've had their properties burnt up in Cal Unicornia, they have to get a government permit to clean up. What? You, you have lost. to get the government's permission.
0: Yeah, we have friends like that in that situation. I I would be so mad, I would just, I I have a feeling I'd just ignore it until somebody said, yeah, you can ignore it, but it's going to cost you $50,000 if you do, because they'll fine you, but uh, I've lost everything I've got, and I'm just trying to get my life back together, and you're telling me I can't clean this up. And until, the structure
1: might fall down on my kids, because yeah, it's burnout.
0: Until Thursday, and when a government official comes with their clipboard and checks off this, uh
1: Wow. anyway, land of the free. That
0: sort of crap is the reason they don't make movies in California as much as honest to God. Right. Um, But anyway, so they moved a lot of it to Georgia. And Disney announced it's going to be very difficult for us to keep filming in Georgia if the state enacts its pro-life heartbeat bill. Oh, interesting. Which uh, runs uh, counter to the pro-choice crowd. Um, This is the same Disney that filmed Mulan in the province where they're imprisonating and indoctrinating Muslims in uh, work camps. Uh, concentration camps, uh, you know, all that sort of stuff. Treating uh, women, for instance. You care about women's health? They uh, hold women down and cut babies out of them there in China. If you're concerned about women's health, you might not want to
1: thank those people at the end
0: of your movie, Disney.
1: Yeah, that's kind of funny. You're uh, just absolutely in bed with one of the most repressive, horrific regimes in human history. China is asshole! But but Georgia! You can't do business with Georgia. Is that right, Disney? So
0: the one that won't cost you a cent because you can make your movie somewhere other than Georgia, ah. Yeah, you're, you're loudmouth about. But the one that would cost you billions of dollars, maybe, China, eh, you just turn a blind eye.
1: It sounds as if you're suggesting it's the most bold-faced, shameless sort of uh, hypocrisy and virtue signaling you've ever heard in your life. Is that what I'm hearing from you?
0: <laughs> other story we need to re-mention is President Trump has been nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize because of the Israel-UAE deal, which is a big deal. I listened to some Middle East experts go on about this. This is a big deal. The media is very hesitant to treat it that way. I would love to live in the parallel universe where this exact same thing happens with Obama as president, and the endless hours of cable news fawning you would have gotten over that, Mm -hmm. versus of it happening under the Trump presidency. Um uh, but anyway, so he's been nominated for the uh, Peace Prize by Norwegians. It doesn't make any difference, but I doubt he's going to win.
1: No, and, and as we've discussed in years past, you can nominate a ham sandwich. You know who will win?
0: The protester. Okay. Or somebody
1: like that. All right, now I'm sickened. This
0: is an interesting story. So uh, polling came out in Florida yesterday. Trump and Biden are now neck and neck. Biden had had a decent-sized lead. Um, but so inside the polling, voting among Latinos, a term that I regularly confused by, same as Hispanic. I never know exactly what we're talking about here. But anyway, and um, in 2016, Trump got 35 percent of the Latino vote in this latest poll yesterday in which he's tied with Biden. 50-50, He got 50 percent of yeah. the Latino vote. I, I saw said that. you're kidding me. A 15 percent increase in. Now, a lot of I was watching a little on Morning Joe today as they were scratching their heads over this and, you know, really uh, painting themselves to to point out. But in Texas, where he was caging children, Latinos, blah, blah, blah. Nobody wanting to say out loud, which is almost certainly the case. It's Cubans who came from a socialist country and know what socialism is and are concerned that the whole Biden, Harris, Bernie crowd
1: is screaming towards socialism. Yeah, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. I'd like to see some of the Hispanic numbers in Texas, too, because the whole whipping up fear, anger, and loathing over the immigration thing and the wall and whatever, that's so diminished right now. It's just not in the national consciousness like it was. And, you know, a certain amount of uh, Latinx voters, used ironically, by the way, have realized the whole children in cages thing was phony, that Obama built those facilities to keep the kids safe. And I just, I think that may have peaked that oh, whole Well, of course, uh, Hispanic people vote Democrat because Republicans want to put you in cages. I think that's peaked. We'll have to see.
0: Do we want to get into the guy that died in, uh, uh, at the hands of police in Rochester, New York? I hate to, I hate to open up another one of these.
1: Yeah, well, they're all, they're all different. They're all different. They're all completely yeah. different. well They're well, all I, their own thing. Yeah, yeah, we could. I but want to the police what, chief retiring was a big deal. Oh, so. and his whole uh, command yeah. structure. Yeah, uh, I want to get to what is gaslighting and why it's called that. I've heard the term know. a lot lately. Yeah. Um, oh, and one more note on Milan. I was trying to find this when we were talking. I finally came up with it. Uh, our good friend Timothy Sandifer. Of the Goldwater Foundation, uh, tweeted a review of Mulan. The rotten heart of Mulan as a film, rather than its production process, is the accidental regurgitation of Chinese current nationalist myths as part of a messy, confused, and boring film. I don't think the I don't think the regurgitation of China's current nationalist myth is accidental. Because Disney's desperate to sell in China. I guess they've, they've, they've changed the movie somewhat, um, but good, good. A humorless successor to the more beloved cartoon. Uh, good, good. I hope it's terrible. We I hope just, people don't see it.
0: We just got a text from somebody who said, oh, my God, I can't wait for the gaslighting segment. I was accused of this by a dude just the other day. I hear about this all the time we should explain it
1: yeah it's so not will. like being called a racist these days everybody calls everybody that for every possible reason but yeah what is gaslighting coming up we're not gaslighting scent no it has nothing to do with that sort of gas michael grow up armstrong
0: The Armstrong and Getty Show. Ben Sass, Senator from Nebraska, with a piece today out. Uh, uh, he thinks Senators should have one year term. Maybe we can discuss that later. Huh. To try to make the Senate great again. Hmm. Says the problem with government is um, nobody has the courage to take on anything tough because they just want to stay in office.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the idea of the 22, the 22-term congressman from Detroit is sickening. I mean, to switch over to the, the House of Representatives. If Ben Sass told me, Joe, I think you ought to set both of your thumbs on fire, and here's why. I'd have to hear him out. He's a brilliant guy. He's a really interesting <laughs> man. It's a particularly odd example. Well, he, he makes me feel bad about myself as a human being. He's so damn smart and, and virtuous, but anyway. What is gaslighting? I guarantee you've heard uh, the term lately. I I
0: hear it all the time. I just kind of pretend I know what it means, kind
1: of. Yeah, and I kind of get that it's like misleading you or something, um uh, it's it's, it's uh, thrown around a lot from all quarters. It's become like you're a fascist.
0: I've seen YouTube videos where guys do it. They're usually, they, they appear to be high.
1: It's just a more dramatic way to call someone a liar. R- well, kind of, sort of. Yeah. L- lighting their gas on fire. Uh, That's the YouTube videos I've seen. Yes, I, I've seen that, too. <laughs> uh, I've seen some, and uh, very unfortunately, too. Setting fires directly by your genitalia is, it's almost uniformly a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> I like the caveat there. <laughs> Moving uh, back to gaslighting. The term originates um, from a 1938 play, and there were film adaptations. So you're gaslighting me, are you?
0: That's the way they would have said it back then. Bill exactly. the 22
1: Skidoo. So um, there were film adaptations in 1940 and 1944, and I'm 90% certain I've actually watched one of them. It's in the story, the husband attempts to convince his wife and others that she's insane by manipulating small elements of their environment and insisting she's remembering things incorrectly or delusional when she points out the changes. What a cruel thing to do. Oh, it's in. What's the name of the movie? Gaslight.
0: The name of the movie is Gaslight.
1: Yeah. Okay. The play's title uh, alludes to how the abusive husband slowly dims the gas lights in their home but pretends nothing has changed in an effort to make his his wife doubt her own perceptions. The wife repeatedly asks her husband to confirm her perceptions about the dim lights, but in defiance of reality, he keeps insisting the lights are the same and that she is going insane. We're living in a perpetual state of gaslighting. Reality that the media reports is at complete odds with what we see with our own eyes. When we question the false reality they present or claim what we see is actual reality, we're vilified as a racist or bigots or just plain crazy. For instance, New York State has twice as many deaths from COVID-19 than any other state. And New York is counted for a fifth of all the deaths. But we're told that New York Governor Andrew Cuomo handled the pandemic better than any other governor. Uh, et cetera, et cetera.
0: Obviously, the CNN cry, Chiron comes up here, the guy standing in front of the burning building and saying, mostly peaceful pro- protests, fiery, but peaceful protests. Right. That is one of the all-time most amazing things that's happened in
1: media. Yes. And, and on the COVID thing, he said, so are we crazy? No, we're being gaslighted. And then to Jack's point, we see mobs of people looting, smashing windows, setting cars on fire, burning down buildings. And he leaves out trying to blind cops with lasers, throwing Molotov cocktails, the rest of it. Uh, and when we call this destruction of our cities riots, we're called racists. Are we crazy? No, we're being gaslighted. We see the problems destroying many inner cities, murder, gang violence, drug dealing, drive-by shootings, armed rob. Oh, my God. Did you see that that eight-year-old uh, little girl was killed in Chicago? Yeah. Yeah, when they shot up a car. But nobody's protesting that. Anyway, uh, but we're told we must defund the police and remove law enforcement from crime-riddled cities to make them safer. If we advocate for more policing in cities overrun by crime, we're accused of being white supremacists. Are we crazy? No, we're being gaslighted. The USA accepts more immigrants than any other country in the world. That's a good example. The vast majority of the immigrants are people of color, and these immigrants are enjoying freedom and economic opportunity not available to them in their country of origin. But we are told that the U.S. is the most racist and oppressive country on the planet, and if we disagree, we're called racist and xenophobic. Are we crazy? No, we're being gaslighted. What was the first part of that? Uh, America employs more? Accepts more immigrants Except, okay. than any other country in, in the world. Uh, and then they go on, uh, capitalist countries elevate more poor people out of poverty than any other system in the world, but we're told capitalism is an oppressive system designed to keep people down. Are we crazy? No, we're being gaslighted. Communist countries killed over 100 million people in the 20th century, etc., et etc. Cetera, et cetera. Uh, The most egregious example of gaslighting is the concept of white fragility. You spend your life trying to be a good person, treating people fairly and with respect. You disavow racism and bigotry in all its forms. You judge people solely on the content of their character, not the color of your skin, their skin. Yet you're told you're a racist, not because of something you thought or what you said or what you did but solely because of the color of your skin. You know instinctively that charging someone with racism because of their skin color is itself racist. You know you're not a racist, so you defend yourself and your character. But you're told your defense of yourself is proof of your racism. Are you crazy? No, you're being gaslighted. If you were to get a little less analytical and sophisticated about it, you could just point out the, the changing of terms to mean the opposite or something different than everybody's agreed on. Like racism is no longer a belief in the systematic inferiority or superiority of one race over the other, blah, blah, blah. Um, no, it's just disagreeing with you. That's racism.
0: I've got to believe that our audience is almost the perfect age to have at some point enjoyed the Karate Kid movie. Some of the folks, sure. A, did you ever see it? Or was that in that period yes. of time and not watching movies? Or, or I, I, I Karate, saw it years after. What year did the Karate Kid come out? 1984. Okay. Um, there's a new Netflix series about it set in the modern time that is a hilarious premise. Hmm. So you remember how it ends, right? I With do. Ralph Macchio, wax on, wax off. The little, uh, you know, troubled kid or whatever. Uh, knocks out. The big blonde... It ends has, with Ralph Macchio whacking
1: off. <laughs> That's that, not the version I how saw. How did that
0: get into theaters? Wax on, wax off. Ah, Mr. That's, Miachi, right. Exactly. Now I remember it. It's
1: all coming back to me.
0: And he knocks out the blonde-headed, punchable-faced... Yes, you uh, Nazi! ...kid that had everything going for him. What was his name? Johnny. <laughs> anyway, so you fast-forward to current times... And Johnny is, what, a, a down-and-out alcoholic. Yeah, he's just a deadbeat at this point. <laughs> he, he's really life. struggling. It ruined yeah. his life getting knocked out in front of all those cheering people. Yes. By the the young upstart Ralph Macchio. And Ralph Macchio owns a car dealership. Yeah. In which he does ads, because the previews on Netflix are hilarious. I haven't actually watched a show Sean has. But the ads that <laughs> Ralph Macchio carries, I will karate chop the competition. He's a guy, He, runs <laughs> he's, the he so. is still <laughs> living off of a high school karate tournament from, like, 20 years ago. Right. <laughs> I and mean, need some sort of like local celebrity because of
1: it, but he's become kind of crass and maybe slippery, or... kind of a kind of douchey, kind of you know just yeah. a little bit like yeah. what's what a, a little hilar-
0: What a hilarious premise for a show, yeah. And and so uh, how how real too? Yeah, you know? exactly. Johnny, during one of his little drunken benders or whatever, sees a kid getting picked on. He steps in, kind of a la Mr. Miyagi from the original karate chops the bullies away (laughs) this kid now says hey can you teach me to karate chop the bullies away yes so now he reopens the cobra kai dojo and he is instilling the lessons that reese the former sensei of cobra kai is doing (laughs) oh boy macho's driving around it was a
1: mistake to let him get started
0: now macho's driving around in his new car because he owns a dealership so he's only driving the nice stuff he sees the the, uh, cobra kai dojo well i this cannot stand and then the this, this series progresses. The rivalry is back on. Yes! There yeah. needs to be more like that. Instead of remakes of movies, yes. take us to the next step yeah. of what would have happened. I Old like that. Real, realistic sequel. More, you know what it would be. I don't want to be all negative, but, you know, more of the happily ever after, you know, rom-coms and, you know, fast forward to their their lives when maybe things aren't going quite so swimmingly. Yeah, that'd be pretty, pretty good. A grittier side of sleepless in
1: Seattle. (laughs) Nice, Nice. Oh, hey, speaking of karate and kung fu and the various other sports, I just saw that. Uh Tokyo has vowed the Olympics are going ahead. When are In they? fact, they said no matter at any cost. Is, that, is that this year? What if like 500,000 people die? It was <laughs> supposed to be this past summer. Um they
0: got they were going to be the 2020 games, but now i believe they're happening next year. Correct. Okay. And they're saying
1: yes, it's happening 100%. Well,
0: maybe there'll be a vaccine
1: by then. So polls will be vaulted. Disguise will be hurled. Sprints, distance swimming. I'm trying to remember all the events in the summer.
0: Rhythmic others. gymnastics oh. will have a new champion. But well, what? Something to look forward
1: to. Armstrong and Getty The Armstrong and Getty show.
0: But you always pick somebody that's hot, that's going up in the polls, right? Going up. Frankly, I'm not sure, I don't think I've ever said this, but probably Hillary should have picked Bernie Sanders to be her running mate, right? Because, you know, as crazy as it sounds, he was hot. He gave her a hell of a fight. A lot of people think he won and it got taken away. One thing about Bernie is the greatest loser I've ever seen because, (laughs) look, any children here? No, not too many, but they've heard it before. He got screwed four years ago, and he got screwed again. Trump is such an interesting cat on so many different levels. That was just him, like, thinking through his actual thoughts. Yeah, she should probably pick Bernie. She might have won if she have picked Bernie. I'm sure he actually thinks that. He might yeah. be right. Just weird that
1: he discusses things like that. Yeah, in front of a big yeah. crowd. Yeah. In the cigarette capital of America, Winston-Salem.
0: Is that where they had that big, giant warehouse? was that Statesville? Yeah,
1: I think Statesville is like between the highway and Winston-Salem. As I recall, there's this gigantic tobacco superstore. That, it's like uh, one of your super Walmarts, but it's all tobacco product. Yeah, and you can smoke in there, obviously. Yeah, and the humidor, the cigar section. It's just, it was like a, the size of a Petco, and it was all cigars, yeah, was like as a, I
0: recall. I always uh, described it as it was like a, a high school gymnasium. Yeah. Full of cigars. Yeah. And giant rolling ladders that went up to the ceiling to bring down the cigar you wanted. And you walked around smoking. It was incredible. Yeah. Well, it's their big crop. It's a yeah. big crop in North Carolina. Well, and
1: like, no, at the time, no tobacco taxes on it. So if you're a cigar enthusiast, uh, I moved out to California when I was still smoking cigars. And uh, a, c- a cigar that would cost me like $20 in California would be like 450 in the Carolinas. It's one of the reasons I quit that and, you know, the obvious.
0: We lived in Charlotte for a while, and then they caught on to us and ran us out of town.
1: Mm -hmm. These guys aren't talented at all. So many towns have.
0: (laughs) And stay gone, they said. Right? Um, I don't know if I've got the sand to live through another Bob Woodward book cycle. (laughs) Find courage, Jack. Find courage. I like his books. I believe in his reporting. I think practically everything he writes is nailed down. And if something new comes out, he, he explains it. I But he always gets killed by whoever he's writing about's crowd. Mm-hmm. When he was writing about Clinton, he's a right-winger. Liar. Who hates Democrats. When he's writing about Bush, he's a liberal who brought down Nixon. He's going to try to do the same to Bush. And then the, back to Obama. He's writing books about Obama, and he's a right-winger, and you can't trust anything. And now he's writing about Trump, so he's a left-wing lunatic, and everything's right. a lie. So, yeah. And I... I think everything has always turned out to be um, pretty dead on. Anyway, he's got a new book that's coming out. And what happens with these Bob Woodward books is uh, the DC crowd picks out the stuff that's favorable to their narrative and and discusses it endlessly. Or the best gossip, too. Or the best gossip. And nobody ever reads the book. And they certainly never point out the other stuff. For instance, the last Woodward book, which I actually read, I actually read these books. There was a whole chapter on... How clearly Trump was moved and disturbed by soldiers dying in combat, and the hours he would spend on the phone with their families, and how broken up he would be, and tears in his eyes, and he'd meet these people in private and go into the hospital and visit him with wounded soldiers. None of that stuff made the made the news. Nobody was not. interested in that side of Trump. No. Nobody's got the courage, and I'm and I mean people on the right end. Nobody have nobody has the courage to take in a full persona it's got to be cartoon character
1: right oversimplified cartoonish yeah yeah
0: yeah, well this part of him i like this part of him i don't whether you're talking about obama or whoever drives me crazy but anyway so little drips and drops are coming out of the woodward book today starting today it's going to make me sane i like this one though um trump told woodward about a nuclear f- nuclear facility, a secret nuclear weapons system that we had. This is from Woodward's book. In the midst of reflecting upon how close the United States had come in 2017 to war with North Korea, Trump revealed, I have built a nuclear, a weapons system that nobody's ever had in this country before. We have stuff that you haven't even seen or heard about. We have stuff that Putin and Xi have never heard about before. There's nobody. What we have is incredible. Woodward writes that anonymous sources later confirmed that the U.S. military had a secret new weapons system, but they would not provide details and that the sources were surprised Trump had disclosed it to
1: Woodward. Speaking of a full portrait of a man, yeah. occasionally he, uh, I don't know, speaks without considering
0: his words. I find myself quite curious as to what this new nuclear, nuclear weapons system is that nobody's ever heard of or thought of or whatever. I wonder what it is. wonder what we got
1: nuclear bullets sounds cool you got a gun that shoots like uh nuclear 45 caliber slugs uh and of course then, anybody you know shooting them would die well depending you could put them on an arc a few miles away as long as you're upwind <laughs> i don't know um
0: so uh just to pay this off the wall street journal uh, has senator ben sass of nebraska he, he wrote an op ed today and he wants to make the Senate great again. Uh, One of the biggest reasons Congress gives away its power to the executive branch is that it's politically expedient for both parties to avoid the decisions that come from the work of legislating. Yes. This is without a doubt true. Lawmakers are obsessed with staying in office. And one of the easiest ways to keep getting reelected is by avoiding hard decisions. We ought to you know, immigration, Social Security, just endless list. Right. We ought to propose a constitutional amendment to limit every senator to one term, but we should double it from six to 12 years. Senators who don't have to worry about short term popularity can work instead of long term, work instead on long term challenges.
1: You know, I knew there was a a current topic too. Tim Scott can't get police reform through the Senate because he can't get, well, for two reasons. The Democrats want the issue in November, and if they solve the issue, they won't have the issue. And secondly, there are tough decisions to be made. There are controversial decisions to be made that will disappoint the far left and perhaps the far right. And no, they're not going to do that. So if they argue, they, they pretend that they're trying to solve it, but they never do. And then they get reelected. Abortion that's, that's a, it makes a hell of a point.
0: Abortion's one that makes me crazy. There's overwhelming support for severe restrictions on, on s- s- second and third trimester abortions. Mm-hmm. Overwhelming support. Yep. There's, there's overwhelming support for a woman having the right to choose in the first trimester. That doesn't square with either party's goals. No. It has to be all or none. Yeah. yeah. And stated. Yeah. Uh, and so, so you don't get what the people want. What the people want is they don't want women to be able to get an abortion late in the pregnancy. Well, but they they're don't... okay, a majority, are okay with it early on. Yeah. So why can't we have laws that reflect that? Right. Because they want the issue, they don't want the solution that people are asking for. Similar to immigration, as we've said many times, you look it up in Gallup, like 90% of people want the border secure. Mm -hmm. It's it's not even close. There's almost nobody that doesn't want to secure the borders.
1: Yeah. But if you gave that away as an issue, then where are you? Right. Right. Yeah. It's the way politics works. You'd think people would wise up to it, but uh, these uh, these folks, these politicians, they're smart and they're good at their jobs. And part of their job is to uh, yank you around by your nose. Like you're some sort of state fair hog. Well, politics is so dumb and so grubby. And now that the government is so gigantic and powerful, it's so important. Which is, it's a bad combination. Back when it was stupid and grubby and uh, and, and shameful, but really you could live your life and not worry about politics much. Eh, it's fine. You
0: mentioned being yanked around by your nose. Yes. Like a hog.
1: Yes. Um, which
0: piercings bother you? Like if you're looking at somebody and talking to them. You know, young people today with all their piercings. There are a number. The chendo, <laughs> <laughs> The Chindo never really caught on the way no. some people were afraid it would. God, if I ever saw one in person, I might vomit. Yeah, I don't know. Um... Have you ever seen a picture of one of those, Sean? The Chindo? Uh, I'm not sure the, the exact ones you're referring to, but I'm
1: familiar with the concept. Yeah. <laughs> You got a hole in your like your your not your lip but your low below oh, the window the lip. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a window in your chin it's a chin though. <laughs> <laughs> I, the, Why is there one particular that bothers you? The only
0: two that really get to me are the one through the middle of the nose that just it gives me pain. Mm. It like doesn't make me I'm not worried about you or anything like that. Or, I, it just it looks so painful. Yeah, the big I, uh, stretchy earlobes bother me just because I find that kind of a gross look too.
1: Yeah, I've I've known some uh, people who I like to have that. It's not a good look. It's not a good idea. But you know, I've made plenty of uh, bad decisions the no- too.
0: The nose bar or the oh the nose. Lobe lobe are, thing?
1: I actually somebody I love and care about a great deal has one of those nose bars, and it, it, did it hurt?
0: Yes, you're talking about your wife, I assume,
1: Judy. <laughs> 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 no, she is uh, unpierced except for her ears, as far as I can tell. Um, yeah, that one bothers me. There's a, it, it's a, the, 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 like little stud on the side of your nose, it just looks like a pimple or something to me usually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've seen like the bar
0: across the bridge of the nose. Ho, ho, that's a weird one. Oh, that's a bone. How do you get that through there?
1: Eh, there's, there's some skinage there, I guess. Yeah, you get some loose skin right there. It's mm. no problem. Besides, you get the right drill bit and you just, zzz, zzz, and you're fine.
0: I did see a guy with horns fairly recently.
1: Really? Yeah. Oh, that's a well adjusted young man.
0: Yeah, I was uh, in line. He had a mostly shaven head, like really, really short hair, so you you'd have to keep your hair short. What's the point of getting horns if you got hair that covers it? There right? isn't one. <laughs> <laughs> well Nancy you like Pelosi a beard when keeps... you got a
1: chindo. Well Nancy Pelosi <laughs> it keeps hers shaved down, as you know. To hide her,
0: well, yeah, she's yeah. a son of a spawn of the Satan, so that's sort of where her horns come from. Goes
1: without saying. Well, how
0: yeah. did, what do they do with the horns? They implant some sort of like little nodule,
1: yeah, under your skin. I don't, I don't know how it works exactly. I haven't looked into it because I think it's insane. I, I hope it brings those people the happiness they're seeking. It's, I guess it's sad, almost, honestly. It's
0: almost guaranteed not to.
1: Yeah, they're almost guaranteed to be from troubled homes, abused, whatever. They're desperately trying to find themselves, a sense of themselves, and it. It's usually a sad and fairly pathetic. I, I I hope that is a
0: meaningful step on their journey to self discovery. Yeah, even if it's not yes. ultimately their end. Charitably
1: yeah. said, there you ought to wear a halo.
0: That isn't that um uh, you know irreversible, right. like uh, you know a meth habit or something. I'd rather if you know I'd rather if a loved one is working through this process, hopefully to get healthy. They they get the, the not the chindo, <laughs> but the uh, you know one of your painful piercings or something like that, or maybe horns, then, you know, start the meth habit.
1: Right. In terms of dealing with it. I don't think there are that many people running around with, like, many tattoos, piercings, and horns who aren't also indulging in substances because they're self-medicating. I'll bet there's a pretty ample crossover there.
0: Probably. Yeah,
1: yeah. Don't do drugs, kids.
0: The floppy earlobe (laughs) thing... That's what college is for. (laughs) The floppy earlobe thing is just... Ugh. Well...
1: People often regret it and have to get plastic surgery. Stretching body parts. I was mm-hmm. going to get into the tattoo removal business at one point. Because mm-hmm. you don't need a medical training. You just need the machine. There's like a two-day training process. You just, just hit people with the lasers. Zzz, it burns. It burns. Quiet down.
0: Stick your arm in here. It's my calf. Stick your calf in there.
1: <laughs> Stick whatever you want in here. I got another appointment in an hour. Exactly. Joe's House of (laughs) Verbally Abusive Tattoo Removal.
0: Check out our Yelp.
1: Right. (laughs) Sit down, idiot. Check out our
0: Yelp. Armstrong
1: and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Oh boy! I know exactly what you mean. A couple of odds and ends I want to squeeze in before the end of the show. First of all, at ArmstrongandGetty.com, we have an unbelievable video that shows you the reality of reaction times when somebody pulls a weapon on you or might have a weapon, reaches into their car. The rest of it, um, I also—that's at ArmstrongandGetty.com. Absolutely worth watching. It's a few minutes long. Uh, I also tweeted a video of a real-life uh, body cam. The cops uh, shooting a crazy guy with a knife. And just the reality of police work is so far away from what's being pitched on CNN or Joe Biden. Why don't you just shoot him in the leg? I mean, that is so wildly unrealistic. Well, you'll know that when you see these videos. Anyway, that's at armstrongandgetty.com. The police superintendent in Chicago is a black man saying, you know what needs to happen is we need to stop this cycle of arresting people and putting them back on the street. Violent felons, gun-wielding felons, need to be put in prison. This is the, the head cop there. Meanwhile, you have the defund the police going, oh, you keep an eye out for it, the people's budget. That's this new program being huh. pr- pushed by BLM and other organizations. The people's just, budget, okay. And they And they engage in this bizarre fantasy that if the police go away, there will be no crime. I mean, it's just, it is absolutely delusional. And the Chicago police superintendent is fired up because Several children have been killed in recent days, in in gun in 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 murders and gunfights and the rest of it. An innocent little uh, eight year old was killed the other day when some gangbanger shot up the car she was in. Um, it's just absolutely terrible. Um, anyway, so that that's very serious. This is a good deal less serious. Uh, the NFL kicking off this week tomorrow. Yes, Chiefs, Texans, world champion Kansas City Chiefs. With the highest paid player in the world at quarterback. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just scanning the list of uh, which teams are doing what. Uh, the Buffalo Bills, no fans for the two, first two home games. The Dolphins allow a max of 13,000 fans right away for the home opener. Uh, the Patriots, empty stadium for at least the first two games. This is, we're going east to west, but the Jets, no fans for the whole season. They're the only team that's announced that, as far as I can tell.
0: Why would you make that decision?
1: Uh, Yeah, and just I'm scanning, you know, teams that uh, home open or empty, but then...
0: 13,000 people paying parking and buying uh, concessions and swag is a hell of a lot more money than nothing.
1: Yeah. I'm looking, let's see, out west, the Las Vegas Raiders. First entire season in Las Vegas, no fans. Wow. That gorgeous stadium.
0: The whole point of it, right across from all those big casinos, was right. no fans.
1: Niners, first two games empty, then they'll see. On down the list.
0: That's interesting.
1: Hello, Nancy here. I've only had a couple of hot daddies. Um Yeah, I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, you, Time for oh. final thoughts? <laughs> the gurgling? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Ah,
0: right. Ah. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Hey,
1: let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. He presses the buttons in the control room. Michelangelo, Final Thought.
0: Yeah, we were talking about piercings. I was thinking if I got a Chendo, I would get little curtains that I could open and shut <laughs> over the
1: opening, you know? Oh, boy. Positive Sean, our producer, has a final thought for us. Sean?
0: Uh, who knows what my uh, future career in radio uh, looks like, but uh, should the bottom fall out, uh, hopefully I can apply and get a job at Joe Getty. Hollywood Quota Consultant.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. If you missed that segment, you can get the podcast. I can't remember when that was. was you it find hour?
0: us and let us know. Was it this hour? I'm, I'm tired of know. telling
1: you people where the segments are.
0: You, fi- you tell me where. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, a final thought for us? <laughs> yeah, the Oscars deciding you have to have a certain number of various minority groups in your lead cast for a movie. Things just keep getting stranger and stranger quotas for art. Where is this going? What is too much?
1: I know it. I know it. Will you have to have a a Mexican guy in your band or a a lesbian uh, hold your, I don't know, frame your canvas portrait or what? I just, I don't get it. Uh, My final thought is, uh, I finally, I forgot to weigh myself after the long weekend uh, yesterday. I did today, and I apparently gained four pounds. Four? That's a a pound per day.
0: There you go. At that rate, you'd be 600 pounds next year.
1: And I still say I could gain 20 pounds in 20 days on a bet. You gotta do it. But it would have to be a substantial bet.
0: We gotta do a GoFundMe, where we come up with an amount of money where you're willing to gain, I don't know, can you do better than 20 pounds in 20 days? It might kill me. (laughs) it's your choice, but if the GoFundMe reached $5,000... Not a freaking chance. Really? You wouldn't do it for $5,000? Of course not. No. 30 pounds in 30 days for five grand. Think about it. (laughs) Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday.
1: So many people, thanks so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. All of our segments, if you miss one, they're there on demand. We have our One More Thing podcast. It's brand new stuff. Check it out.
0: See you tomorrow. God bless America. This is the craziest election. This is the cra... Look.